This is WLRN News. I'm Tim Paget, and this is the Latin America Report. U.S. immigration officials estimate more than 6,000 Venezuelans crossed the border in April alone through the desert or the Rio Grande. Compare that to the past decade when fewer than 1,000 Venezuelans crossed the border each year. Six years ago, this woman from Maracaibo, Venezuela, took a vacation in Cancun, Mexico, an all-inclusive resort, a tour of the Yucatan pyramids. Last month, she was back in Cancun as a refugee on her way to the U.S. border. She just arrived in Miami with her four-year-old daughter. She asked us not to use her name because her asylum application is still pending. She says their border crossing wasn't as terrifying as it can be for many migrants, but it wasn't painless. It was traumatic. It wasn't easy as we crossed over to realize how low and dangerous our circumstances had fallen back home. Venezuela's economy is still in free fall and the government is getting even more oppressive. And because of the pandemic, countries like Colombia that had previously opened their doors to Venezuelan refugees can't be as generous now. So those who haven't yet left Venezuela are setting their sights on the U.S. It's an unprecedented surge, adding to this year's border crisis. And in shock, I thought crossing the river was for the other communities, but not for Venezuelans. Venezuelan expat Patricia Andrade heads the nonprofit Venezuelan Awareness in Doral. Its Raices Migrant Aid Program is working overtime right now, getting food, clothing, and other basics to all those Venezuelans arriving here after crossing the border. Venezuelans have typically flown into the U.S. more often than crossing the border on foot. But now they're taking more desperate measures to get into the U.S. Andrade says she knows why. They think that TPS will be open for them. But of course, it's wrong. TPS is temporary protected status. It lets undocumented migrants from crisis-torn countries live and work legally in the U.S. for 18 months. It's usually renewed, often for years. President Biden recently granted TPS to Venezuelans, but not all Venezuelans. The rule is they had to have been here before March 8th. Anyone who came after is not eligible. Andrade says Venezuelans crossing the border now are ignoring that fine print. As a result, it will be increasing. It won't stop. More people, are, I think, will come. Another woman from Venezuela is picking out donated clothes at Andrade's warehouse in Doral. She also asked us not to use her name because her asylum case is still pending, too. She says she co-owned a mechanic shop in Maracaibo. And then earlier this year, she says a pro-government customer overheard her badmouth the regime, and she suddenly faced threats of violence and community backlash. She says she was forced to close her business. By then, hyperinflation had reduced my salary to nothing anyway. I could stay and struggle to buy a pound of cheese every week or take my savings, save my children from the threats we faced and give them a future. Her son and daughter are 12 and 9. She told us she bought $1,000 one-way plane tickets to Mexico City last month. Then she says they flew to Monterey, Mexico, and from there made their way to Acuna, the Mexican border town across the Rio Grande from Del Rio, Texas. Por WhatsApp. Que no hizo una organización. 
It's where the Venezuelan WhatsApp network we joined told us the river would be more shallow. Shallower, but it didn't feel all that safe, she says. It's a more than 100-yard wide crossing, and they still had to battle the river currents. After requesting U.S. asylum, they joined her anxious sister Carolina in Fort Lauderdale. Carolina came to the U.S. five years ago. She asked us not to use her last name since it's the same as her sister's. This is my niece and nephew. I'm their aunt. I'm supposed to be taking them to the beach, not making them risk their lives swimming a river. When her sister got to the U.S., she got a jolt when she learned she and her kids could not, in fact, receive temporary protected status, and that under her asylum application, it could take months before she gets permission to legally work here. She says finding out how much harder it will be to stay here than she and so many other Venezuelans imagined is distressing, even humiliating, but worth it. It would be more distressing, she says, to stay in Venezuela. I'm Tim Paget in Miami. This is WLRN News.